You're listening to Orange County's only station with critical business information, Critical Mass, with your host, Rick Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. This business talk show airs live on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 4 p.m. And on Thursdays at our special time of 3 p.m., all of our live shows can be heard exclusively here on Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net. If you're listening to us in the future as a podcast, we do encourage you to consider listening to us live during our broadcast times. We broadcast from the state-of-the-art facilities here in tech space in beautiful Costa Mesa. This show is brought to you by our sponsors, Succession Strategies, Smart Business Magazine, Decision Toolbox, and Smart Stop Self-Storage. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of business owners and CEOs, to make better and more informed business decisions. We do that by interviewing guests who have experience and knowledge that you can learn from. That's certainly the case today. Our featured guest today is Lorraine Conaway. She is a partner in Conaway & Conaway, and we're here to talk about her business. She, too, has a radio show, we're going to be talking about that a little bit later in the interview. Lorraine, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Well, it's fantastic <laughs> to have you here. Tell us a little bit about you, your professional background. What were you doing before you started Conaway & Conaway? Before I started Conaway & Conaway, well, well, I actually was in retail for 14 years. Okay. <clears throat> Didn't know anything about finance. <laughs> Wanted a career change, <laughs> right? How many people do that? Uh, all, a lot, actually. Yeah. yeah, and it's wonderful to see you be so successful with such a career change. What yes. intri- in- intrigued you? about financial planning, wealth management. Yeah, what happened is is that um, I saw a little ad from an insurance company and thought, well, what's the difference between selling clothes and selling insurance? Anybody could do that, right? Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, started selling insurance and then got my securities license and then learned about a whole new world out there and decided to go independent. And I take it, I, I kind of know this answer. Mm-hmm. Your partner is also your oh, husband, right? Yes. So we, we met in the business, of okay. course. Okay. That, that's how you met? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. He All wanted right. to train me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a business talk show here now. Uh, so uh, was Jim already in the industry? Yes. Okay. He was in the industry for uh, two years prior uh-huh. uh, to me joining the industry, and that's how we met. Okay. So what is it that makes your firm unique in your space? Very good question. You know what? We started, I started in the industry 23 years ago. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's been that many years. I'm not going to do the math with the whole retail time. Okay. Okay, So um, over 23 years, a lot happened. So we evolved. We evolved over time. Being a business owner, being a real estate investor, living it, eating eating it, breathing it, you learn a couple things along the way. And so what makes us unique and different is that we really focus on strategy, on having people helping them keep more of what they make. So it's very, very powerful. Traditional planning is, okay, here's how many years you need to work and right. here's how much you need to save. Well, I like to throw that out the window. Okay. <laughs> and then I like to look at what is your heart desire? What do you want to do? What is your passion? Who are you? And really focus on the person uh-huh. or the family or the business owner. And then from there, look at how can we strategize? Maybe it's entity structuring and finding hidden assets there 
twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars just by how they're structured. Uh, maybe it is reorganizing their real estate or or their estate, uh, making it more beneficial. It's pulling a lot of money from the IRS, uh, coordinating legally. our effort legally, of course, of course, um, very conservatively down Main Street down Main Street Road and coordinating with their tax advisor. We don't do a plan without the coordination with their tax advisor. And I do have to say most CPAs are elated and happy. We are calling and saying we never want their client to say you did what before okay. talking to them. Okay. So focusing on strategy to keep more of what they make and, and building uh, wealth through uh, reorganizing and uh, finding those hidden dollars. So, Lorraine, help me to understand <laughs> the type of clients that you and Jim work with, because mm-hmm. the audience that listens to our radio program are business owners and CEOs of two to thirty million dollar companies. The idea of being able to s- keep more of what you make seems to me to be attractive across all the earnings spectrum, yes. but it, it almost seems more attractive to people in the higher earnings space because that difference can be more dramatic. Is that, is that a fair assessment? That is very assessment? accurate, extremely accurate, because okay. the more that's going on, the, the greater the opportunity, right. and just a, statistically speaking. A lot of... Uh, I work with business mm-hmm. owners of two to thirty million dollar companies too, and they are so focused on the demands of the business mm-hmm. that many times yes. they don't have the energy for some of the other really important planning that they should be doing. Uh, yes. Almost nest egg becomes the business. Yes. They're overweighted in their business. If you look yes. at their investment portfolio, they bet on themselves, in other words, by correct. putting that money back into the business. And and I think sometimes they're disadvantaged because of that. And I think the recession yes. might have said that to they they saw how at risk they were based on having so correct. much in their portfolio on their business. So is that your experience too? As a matter of fact, I was just talking to a business owner this morning, <laughs> uh, several million dollars in revenue and they recognize the exact same thing. Okay. So we're looking at ways to diversify. Right. Absolutely. That is their, it's almost as if you were sitting at the meeting this morning. And that's why mm-hmm. I'm excited to have you on the program because many times they're not focused on what's left. They're focused on growing the business, yes. but on their personal side, they really aren't sophisticated enough and don't hear this wrong audience. I love you, yes. but you can always do better at managing your personal finances and your relationship with the IRS. Yeah, it's getting a very powerful team that works together. So uh, a team is really, really important. And myself, you know, I've worked with coaches over the years. One coach I've worked with for nine years. And so I've worked with many coaches because you can't do it all yourself. Right. It's always good to yes. have a fresh set of eyes, right? And oh, ask, absolutely. Asking you the questions that you want to ask yourself, but especially yes. when it's a partnership as you and your yes. husband, right? I mean, there, there exactly. are times when sometimes it's nice to have a uh, yes. little outside influence as yes. well. All and right. one of the things we do see really quick is that is that there's quite a few people who love to give to charity, especially right. this time of year. Right. And so there is actually strategies and ways where you can increase, potentially increase your wealth while giving to charity using charitable trust. We are certified in planned giving. We raised over $25 million for charity. Wow. And it's redirecting what otherwise would have gone to the IRS to charity. Well, very, very powerful. That's like a win-win, not so yes. much the win on the IRS, but that's okay. You're doing good work with the money, right? And the Absolutely. Charities. We do a version of this program every month for nonprofits. We call it the Critical Mass Nonprofit Show. Oh, and, and we bring in two nonprofits each month, the executive directors, and they talk about it. Invariably, one of the key areas that they, that they are working on is their donor base because yes. the recession really affected the way that they were collecting money and raising money. And some of their best donors weren't able to give at the levels 
in the past. So these kind yes. of strategies, if you can institutionalize yeah. them, benefit everybody, it sounds like. Oh, yes. We're working with several nonprofit organizations and helping them build a plan-giving department. Is that what it's called? A plan-giving yes. department? Mm-hmm. We should all have a plan-giving department. <laughs> I want a plan-giving department. Does that only work for nonprofits? I need one for Critical Mass for Business, my program. You're welcome to send your donations to. <laughs> right. <laughs> they won't be tax-deductible, but I will appreciate Uh-oh. them. At least you'll get my, uh, my uh, respect and adoration. Tell me about your guiding principle. I like to ask as many guests as I can on the radio show to talk about your kind of overarching belief as you guys are building and growing Conaway and Conaway. Well, I really believe strongly in open, honest communication. In fact, when I talk to people, whether they're clients or with the staff and the team, I ask permission. Is it okay if I be direct? Mm -hmm. Is it okay if I'm open and honest? I get their permission first. And then I just like to, you know, be clean. Okay. Just just say it like it is. And I think it takes years of experience to be able to get the courage to be able to have that direct open communication. And then another thing, because right now we're a team of 18. And in order for us to grow when we started with two people, one full-time, one part-time to grow, mm. um, systems and process, but your team can make or break your business. So your team is so, so critical and important. So you have 18 people now? Yes. That's uh, that's impressive, right? <laughs> I mean, that really is. I, to, to, to scale a business where you've got 18 people, full-time employment, mm-hmm. because it's not 18 people. It's 18 people times maybe a spouse, maybe several children. I mean, people are now taking care of their families. I mean, it just you're having an impact on the community by what you're doing. And hopefully they're yes. benefiting from your financial planning models, too. Hopefully that's we a benefit offer, of your employees. We offer to them. Some of them take them uh, take us up on it, and others are shy about it. It's like the shoemaker's <laughs> children, right? Uh, okay, I get it. Not a problem. We're talking with Lorraine Conaway. She is co-founder, is that fair yes. to say, of Conaway, Conaway with her husband. They are wealth preservation people, it sounds like, helping you to keep more of what you make rather than losing it to places you don't want it to go to. And she also, with her husband, hosts a money talk show. We're going to be talking. Smart Money Talk Radio. Thank you. Let let me get it correct. (laughs) Smart Money Talk Radio. If you're going to talk about the brand, talk about it right, Rick. Come on, you marketing guy. You should know that. And we're going to be talking about how that radio program has benefited uh, their business and what what her experience is. And we're going to be talking about that after we come back from our commercial break here on octalkradio.net. So don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back in just a few minutes, probably about three, based on the commercials that we have in this commercial segment. We'll be right back with Lorraine Conaway in three minutes. Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation safely and securely, ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. 
That's succession-strategies.com. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of vast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sounding board to test ideas and concepts, review plans and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. We would like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 12,000 episodes over the last 30 days of the various Critical Mass Radio shows that we were airing live here on octalkradio.net. We here at the radio station and the radio program truly appreciate your continued support. As I said, all of our shows can be heard live here on octalkradio.net, Orange County's only community radio station, where they can be rebroadcast anytime from Apple's iTunes, Stitcher, and other business-oriented podcasting services. As I told you before the break, our featured guest today is Lorraine Conaway. She's co-founder with her husband, Jim, of Conaway & Conaway. And at the break, I said we were going to talk about her Smart Money Talk Radio program. So let's start at the beginning. What was your inspiration for even having the idea to do a radio show? We were at a convention in, in Las Vegas, and my husband, he loves radio, and so he always says, I have a voice for radio and a face to match. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened is is that he was filling in for a Texas uh, stock and bond show for the host and the owner of the show, and so he just loved it so much that he said, you know what, I'd like to get my own radio show. And so how did you go about getting a radio show then? Well, actually, a friend of ours was um, sitting at a hotel here in Costa Mesa and was sitting at the bar and met somebody who was sitting next to him, and he was looking for some spots to fill in their radio show. <laughs> wow. Is that fortunate or what? Yeah. It's the, the timing, it was, I couldn't believe it. And how long did it take you from the time that Jim was the guest host on that show until you and Jim had your own radio show? Probably about six months. About six months? Mm -hmm. And how long have you been doing your radio show? April will be two years. Two years. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I have a radio program as a part of my business, Critical Mass for Business. You also have a radio show. Talk to us a little bit about what you have seen as being kind of the benefit of doing a regular broadcast, what what has been the opportunities or advantages or benefits of being a radio show host as, as well as your main business? Well, 
I'm sure because you have your own radio show that when you talk to people and they look at your business card or they find out you have a radio show, then all of a sudden you get an A plus, right. <laughs> you get an A plus. And when you're meeting successful CEOs and business and they're invited to be on your radio show, who says no? Right. Well, <laughs> so, some might, but well, very few. Right. And so what happens is, is that developing that relationship with people who you may otherwise would have not developed okay. that closer relationship. How do you pick what guests to have on your program? Different places that we attend, relationships, clients, introductions. It just comes from all over. Okay. And are you talking on smart money talk radio? You must be talking about money. We're talking about money. However, we do have guests, and we would love to have you on our show, okay. too. Really? Yes, Someone really. like me? Yeah. You'd have someone like me on the show? <laughs> I'm so <laughs> impressed. How could I say no? When do you want me on? <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. And it can be heard on KCAA Radio, which mm-hmm. is on 1050 on the AM dial. Correct. And it's an NBC affiliate. Right. Yes. And... Dave Ramsey's on your platform as well, I understand. Is that correct? Yes, he is on two hours prior to our airing. Okay. On uh, Mondays at 3 o'clock is when we air. I'm very impressed that you and your husband would take on a venture like this, not just because I did and I see the value of it, but because in your space too, if I understand correctly, you're a highly regulated investments or a highly regulated industry. And so I guess you must be careful. You have to be careful with how you you handle content. Interesting you bring that up. Uh, We specifically cannot talk about specific investments. Uh, So we have a lot of guests and we talk strategy. Okay. Uh, Everything that we say on the radio show is script mostly. Okay. Although it goes in a natural direction, but we do have to get every show approved prior to going on air. And then once it's air, Aired live before it goes to a podcast, then it ha- it may need to be modified. So it is highly regulated. You are correct. Yeah, this isn't just something <laughs> where you're shooting from the hip. I can kind of shoot from the yes, hip here a little bit correct. with most of my guests. We can be a little bit more impromptu. Yes. But I can appreciate your need to be a little more structured and regulated that yes. way. So heavily you, regulated. Heavily. For all the right <laughs> reasons. Yes. Yes. No promises. Uh, you know, we just have to make sure we're not making promises, that we're not selling any product, things like that. Okay, so if someone out there, an entrepreneur or business owner, said, geez, that Lorraine, that sounds, I'm not in the investment business and I'm not in the consulting business and peer groups like Rick Franzi, but I think I might want to do a radio show, would you suggest it's a, it's a good, thing to do based on your direct experience? Oh, absolutely. I think the credibility, the branding, uh, when I talk to people in the, in the minute they see that as you, like you, have a radio show, then it is all of a sudden the status or the thought process, human nature, right. it just rises very quickly to, oh, you must be the authority. You must be the expert. You must be really good at what you do. And the other part of that is it takes work. Oh, yes, it does. You just, I mean, it's not, it's, you don't get the benefits if you don't put the effort in, right? Yes. I mean, and it sounds like your model has a lot of effort to make sure that you are delivering great content, but it's within the guidelines of your industry. So it, yes. it takes, it takes you away from other things in your business. Yes, it does. So it's not a zero sum. I mean, there's, there's an investment of time oh, and energy absolutely. And, and creativity. Money and time. Money absolutely. and time. That, the answer is money and time. Now, what's the question? <laughs> right? Okay. Right. All right. Well, this is great. And I do encourage people, if they wanted to listen to podcast versions, how, yes. how would they do that? Uh, they would go to kcaaradio.com. Okay. 
Great. KCAARadio.com. Yeah. 10.50 on your AM dials, and you're on from 3 to 4 p.m. on Mondays, it yes. says here. That's and so correct. people can listen live. Yes, do they can. Do you take call-ins? Yes, we do. Really? Okay. <laughs> Why, you want to call in? <laughs> I don't know. I may prank you. Hey, <laughs> tell me about this investment. No, <laughs> just kidding. This is great. Hope, hope you don't mind. You are you have a lot yes. of energy, and this is I'm having a fun time with Lorraine Conaway of Conaway and Conaway, and, and I'm so happy. I was so excited when I realized they, they were doing a radio show. I found a kindred yeah. spirit here, someone else who sees the power of being on the radio. Yeah. All right. Talk to me about what you're doing for growth with your firm. What's the future hold for you and Jim? What, where do you see the next five, ten years? You're a young person. What do you guys... Oh, I thank you. you hey, relatively speaking, <laughs> you're a young person, Lorraine. Yes, I love that. Thank you. So what is the future? Well, actually, we are uh, currently working on um, taking over practices that people are looking to retire in our industry. As a matter of fact, mm-hmm. we have somebody here in in Costa Mesa who started with our firm officially December 1st. Okay. So four days ago. Wow. Congratulations. Yes, exactly. Started in what capacity? As an advisor. Okay. He has been an advisor for almost 40 years and is looking to retire in about a year or 24 months. So taking over his uh, practice. So is that your model when you take over practice is you bring in the principal for a period of time? Yes, absolutely. And why do you do that? Oh, because people need to be comfortable. They need to feel safe. Uh, They've been working with this advisor for several years and the handoff, it just can't be cold. (laughs) Here you go. Right. Has to be over several years. And that's a challenge with service. I'm a service writer as well. That book of business that you buy, how much of it is relationships with the previous owner and how much of it is just they're getting huge. Right. I agree. I mean, unfortunately or fortunately, kind of the EMA thing, many of us, the business, we are the business. Yes. And and so you take us out of it and the the, the loyalty factor goes down greatly. And so you have to... So this sounds like a great strategy, and we look for, ring the gong, Mr. Engineer, we look for teachable (laughs) moments here on the radio program, and that is one. Yes. Not only if you're selling your business, but if you're buying other people's businesses, keeping them around long enough, and you think a year is enough time for you kind of to settle the dust? Well, I think it's more like two years. Really? Yeah. And that that way you can, when they leave, it's not an issue. Right. I I think it's a better transition, and he may hold on to several clients for several more years. I don't know. It'll okay. evolve. Okay. Well, yes. that's interesting. I didn't realize, but it makes sense, I guess, that there were a number of people in your industry that are ready to retire. I think the recession fatigued some people too. You know what yes, I mean? It, absolutely. It got hard for everybody absolutely. for a long time. Yeah. And if you're towards the end of your twilight of your yes. career, it may have just been the push that say, okay, I've got to you know, yeah. I'm, I'm done with this maybe a little bit too. I don't know. Exactly. Or slow down. One thing, good thing about our industry is you could work. I met somebody who was 92 years old. <laughs> yeah. 92 years old in the industry. It sounds but, like he didn't do his financial planning well enough. <laughs> I, I think he did a very good job. He was kidding. just wanting to keep active and keep his mind right. working. Right. And it worked. His, his business model was he worked with people who had $25 million plus. Why? Because he could. Right. He's earned it, right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Okay. Well, that's the great thing about being in some spaces like this one, becoming a consultant and doing what I do. I'd really rather not retire. 
Maybe I wouldn't I want to work 80 hours a week or 60 hours a week, Abs- but yeah. I, I, I couldn't see not having something of purpose to do every day. I, it just seems like the days are too long. That's the reason why we ask, what is your purpose? What is your passion? Remember I said that yes. at the very beginning? Yes. <laughs> to, <laughs> to have a la- really find out what that is. What, Mine is yeah. to have a lasting positive impact on the people's lives that I work with. And if I could continue to do that for yes. my whole life, why wouldn't I want to do that? Of course. Keeps keeps you healthy and keeps your mind strong. But let's bring that back to the beginning, because if yes. you can get people to recognize that, and then it sounds like what you're doing with your financial strategies and planning is sort of helping them create a vehicle that allows them to realize their passions, their hopes, and their dreams. Make it real and take it from far away and bring it close to their face and go, wow, this can really happen. What a motivating... <laughs> What you do, your industry, it's such a personal thing. For, money, yes. a lot of people have a funky relationship with money. Oh, yes, and when it's do. a couple or a family, then you have all this other dynamic and it can get really emotional. Unpleasant. Yes. It's very emotional. They can be great on everything yes. else, religion, politics and everything. Exactly. And then they get to the checkbook and they're like, yes, on two it, very emotional. Fence. Yes. That's got to be a, yeah. I won't ask for any interesting stories, <laughs> although I'm sure you have some. You and Jim probably have yes. that to couples and families in the room where you oh, go, whoa. Absolutely. <laughs> Oh yeah, I actually I keep uh, a box of uh, tissues cause because you cry no, for Jim. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <You're> funny. <laughs> you mean for your clients? Yeah. Yes, for for the clients. Yeah, yeah it gets emotional. Yeah, it, uh, it, it gets very emotional, and, and and it could be emotional, happy, emotional. As well as sad, emotional. Well, I'm sure Both if they're ways. working with you, it's more happy than sad. That's why they're <laughs> with you. Starts off sad and ends happy. <laughs> right. Especially if you can help them realize by making some subtle changes, mm-hmm. they can keep more of what they've earned. Correct. Correct. Huge, 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 huge. I mean, talking with an attorney. He's a litigator here in Orange County, and he's a client, and his wife's attorney as well. And we're looking at saving about 150 $46,000 after talking with the CPA, $146,000. So, I mean, what can that do for somebody? So the question is now, what do you want to do with the money? Right. It's a completely different conversation. I'm amazed by that, that yeah. sophisticated professionals with degrees and litigators mm-hmm. uh, would allow that to happen until they find someone like you and your husband who can through your strategies, that's a yeah. significant well, that's not amount their business. of money. They're very good at what they do. I know, but it's a, wow, yeah. that's that's a ton of dough. It is. It you is. You can do a, a lot of, of good with that money. Yeah. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Wow. And 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 he is. So it's very exciting, and that's very rewarding. Let's say there's a business owner out there listening to the program today, and he or she says, "Well, that Lorraine sounds like an interesting person. I hope Jim's half as interesting as Lorraine, <laughs> and I'm sure he is because he's the one that wants to do the radio program." What can they experience or expect from an initial kind of conversation with you? What do you do when you first meet a prospective client? Well, when I first meet somebody, of course, there's no charge. It's complimentary. And I ask them, you know, when you're leaving here today, I ask them, where are they going? Are they driving together? Where are they going? And I ask them, when you leave here today, what would be the perfect result of our time together? And I want an answer from both of them, the husband and the wife, if, if there is a couple. And it's fascinating because they, you typically go straight to the heart. Well, when I leave here, I really do want, they think about it and they say, I really want X, Y, and Z. And almost always the husband and wife have different answers. Wow. Do they <laughs> I mean, look at each other I mean, like similar, right. but different styles? Okay. You know, that question works in a lot of different professions. Mm hmm. Another uh, ringing of the gong, another teachable moment for those of us out there who are consulting and service industry. 
it's nice to start with the end in mind, especially yes. if the end in mind is the client's end. Yes. It sets, I imagine that sets up the whole rest of the time that you're with them for that first meeting. Well, it directs the entire meeting, actually. Right. How powerful is yeah. that? What a simple yeah. question. The power of a simple question. <laughs> yes. That's why these people are so successful, ladies and gentlemen. They want to do what you want them to do. What a great concept. Yeah. How give them some... what they want. Yeah. Give them what they want. Ask them. Find out what yeah. they need. Ask the question. <laughs> what a thought. Yeah. Well, sometimes people are afraid to ask questions because they don't know what the answers are going to be. And yes. I find sometimes in sales and people talk yeah. too much. Yes. They don't listen enough. Yes, we don't. Yeah, exactly. Listening. Very, very powerful. Yeah. So I usually have them speak most of the time on the initial interview. And then I give some ideas and some thoughts and bring value. And we establish the value right in the initial meeting. And they say, well, I love that, Lorraine. She's such a great <laughs> conversationalist. <laughs> it's the secret to be interested in other people, huh? Wow. Okay. Well, unfortunately... We're out of time today here on Critical Mass Radio Show. Lorraine Conaway, I got carried away. She's a, such an interesting guest. You can just imagine what her hour of smart money talk radio with Jim on Mondays from 3 to 4 p.m. must be like on KCAA. What's your website? Our website is www.conawayandconaway.com. It's C-O-N-A-W-A-Y and A-N-D spelled out, C-O-N-A-W-A-Y.com. Well, I hope many of you today in the listening audience will take a look at their website, check out the podcast of her show, Smart Money Talk Radio. You've been a fantastic guest. Thanks for being a part of the community. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. And I'll let you know, audience, when I'm on her radio show so you can listen <laughs> right. to them then. I'd like to thank our engineer for today, Paul Roberts. Yay! Our producer, Rachel Franzi. This is her last week of being our producer. Next week, we'll have our new producer on the show. I'd like to also thank our guest coordinator, Kathleen Shepard, and our marketing communications manager, Kelly Faltis. This is your host, Rick Franzi, saying until the next time we have a chance to talk, here's hoping that all your decisions will move your business in a positive direction. You're listening to Orange County's only station with critical business information, Critical Mass, with your host, Rick Franzi.